listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hey friends, I am so excited to dive into today's topic. It's something that I've been really obsessed with, like kind of dorky obsessed, you know, research and all the rest into what is stopping us from changing. You know, I think you're going to be surprised by some of the biological reasons why it's just not that simple to create the type of change in our life that we all long to create. But before we dive into the episode... I thought it's time to let you listeners get to know me a little bit better. And um, so I'm going to share three completely random facts about myself so that you can hear and uh, know a little bit more about me. So first is I am a huge dog lover. My family and I, we own a chocolate lab. His name is Chewbacca for Star Wars. Yes, my the rest of my family is a huge star Star Wars lover, so we own a bunch of random memorabilia, and um, we call him Chewy for short. And yes, he has earned his name. He is only one. Santa Claus brought him to us last Christmas, and I adore him. I said he would never get on my very nice, very new, expensive couch, and and I'm the only one that lets him on there now. So it is what it is. Um, okay, and then number two. I have never in my life had a PB&J sandwich. I know this is definitely one fun random fact about myself. I grew up not loving peanut butter. I've come to tolerate it now. It's not my favorite thing, but when I was younger, I just hated it for whatever reason. So my mom jokingly says I was like the only kid in kindergarten that came with rice and gravy and steak for lunch. I, I, I don't really remember that, but I will take her word for it. Um, so yeah, that was why I just never had one. And then as I got older, I just, you know, it was just never a thing for me. You're not in your twenties looking around saying, I want to make a PB and J or I wasn't because it didn't have any nostalgia for me. So I've had many people now that know this fact and they want to try to sneak one in on me. So the next time in, I'm in your city for my book tour or whatever, you're more than welcome to try to bring one and get me to eat one, but it's, it's just not going to happen. Okay. So, and then the third is that I believe I shared this on a previous episode that I knew so little about myself up until the last few years of doing all of this self-reflection and discovery and transformation process. And, you know, I couldn't even define what my favorite color was because I was so focused externally on what everyone else thought that I just would select whatever someone else's favorite color was. Well, Similarly, I really couldn't tell you who my favorite band was or anything like that either. Frankly, I didn't even really know that I liked music. Surprising fact, I do. I love music now. Love going to concerts. And I think that you would be shocked to hear my 
favorite person to listen to that I absolutely love is, drumroll, Kelly Clarkson. I'm obsessed. I love her. I've been to her concerts multiple times. I've now taken my nine-year-old daughter, Catherine, and I own her sweatshirt. I I love it. I'm I'm all in. And yes, you can love Kelly Clarkson and Mumford and Sons and the Avett Brothers and all the rest as well. And I just get very pumped up when I hear her music. And so I practice what I preach. I sit in my car. I get pumped up before I do an episode. In fact, just today I was sitting, I'm telling my podcast production person this and she's going to laugh at me. I was sitting in my car before I walked in, listening to her song in in the heat or heat because um, it just gets me pumped up. And we all need something that just puts us in that great mood. She does that for me. I hope you have the same for you. And if you don't, go and find that song that pumps you up too. So now you all know a little more of the inner workings of me. I hope that has just made you laugh today. So now we can get started making your business a little bit better. Okay, guys, I cannot wait to dive deeper into this concept of what's stopping you from changing. It definitely is something that I was wrestling with for years, right? I wanted to make change. I was stepping forward and trying to do something different, but I always found myself in the exact same place. So why wasn't I ultimately changing? Well, let me give you an idea of what the typical, you know, process is that happens when we attempt to change. I call it the loop, and I talk a lot more about this concept in detail in my book. So definitely read more about it there. But just to give you an overview of it, what I mean by the loop is that we get very excited about the thought of change, about where we could possibly go. And so when that excitement triggers us, we begin the process then of investigation. And But what ultimately happens when we investigate is there is something that goes on within our brain that shifts us from the expectation of that this change will occur to looking for evidence that it is going to be impossible. So we shift to researching and trying to find evidence that what we are looking to do, the change we're looking to make, won't work. And what we all know is that we are going to find evidence of whatever it is we're looking for, right? You want to find evidence of, you know, a you know, three-legged dog that's purple, I promise you, you work hard enough, you can find that sucker out there. No matter what you look for, you're going to find. And so if you're looking for evidence that, you know, this potential career change that you're attempting to make won't work, you're going to find it. You're going to find other people out there who have, you know, preached it on Google that have, you know, written articles about how It's impossible for you to make money doing that. It's impossible for you to find clients, how that is a deteriorating career. Whatever it is, you'll find that evidence out there saying that it's not a good idea. And then once you find that evidence, you come to what I refer to as a full stop, right? You begin to just lose that excitement and momentum that you had originally. You stop looking. You make the decision that 
that career idea or that career change was just ridiculous, right? It was never going to work in the first place. And you have made the decision that you ought to simply stay where you are. And so you do until you come back to the beginning of the circle and until that excitement is triggered again by you seeing another potential change that you could make. And then the whole loop begins again. So that excitement, investigation, um, you know, somewhat disappointment and discovery and then full stop until you feel the excitement again. So that's the loop that we traditionally find ourselves in when we try to make a change. And why I really wanted to define that for you is that I needed some factual evidence to know that I frankly wasn't crazy, right? Why was I always finding myself back in the same position again? And I found myself not wanting to express to anyone anymore that I wanted to create a change because, you know, I didn't even believe myself that I was going to manufacture the change, that it was ever going to in fact happen. So it made me even that much more timid about talking about potential change. And that was just the result of being in this loop over and over and over again. And so if you have found yourself there, I want you to remember that you're not alone. You're okay. That that is the traditional way that the process of change goes when our biology stops us. So that's the loop that happens because... Now let's go into the science behind why that loop happens, is that it happens because our biology in our brain tells us that the change is going to be hard, right? So if you think about your brain in this way, I want you to think about it as if you're standing at the front of a wheat field. So close your eyes and visualize it. Obviously not if you're driving, but close your eyes and visualize yourself standing at the front of a wheat field. You know, the stalks are high and you're looking at the entire field. Well, you look to the left and you see, oh, there's a path. It is worn down all the stalks are just nice and neatly put down over there. You can see it creates a very clear path through the field. Well, that looks like an easier path, right? So that's the way that your brain says, oh, we should go over there. Let's go do that. That is what we should follow in order to get where we want to go. So instead, though, when you want to create change, what happens is your brain looks at the right side of the wheat field where the stalks are high and there is no path. And it looks over there and it says, oh my gosh, that is really difficult. I am going to have to create the path. I am going to have to start from scratch. I'm going to have to pull out a machete or whatever it is. I haven't been there, so I'm sure people can correct me on what is required. But some sort of tool to cut down all of the stalks and create this path from beginning to end. And frankly, your brain looks at that and says, nope, not going to do it. I don't want to go over there. That is much more difficult. So what I'm going to do is redirect you over to this well-worn path, the one that we've been down many, many times, and tell you that that is the safer, better path to follow. Well, your brain's right. That might be the safer path to follow, 
but that's the path you've been on. That's the path that you've followed many, many times. That path is the loop. That path is the one that has led you in the exact same direction to the same place over and over again. But what you want to do when you're creating change is create that entirely new path. So give yourself a break when you're trying to create change and realize, yes, it is hard. And what is stopping you very often is your own biology telling you this is going to be super difficult and it's going to take more time and energy than maybe what you originally thought. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. It just means that you're going to need to exercise a new muscle. You are going to need to build that new path. And the way that you begin to do that is to change the thought processes that you have. So now that you know that the loop begins with excitement and begins to stop or begins to deteriorate when you begin to look for evidence that it won't work, you can begin to build the new path by beginning to look for evidence that it will work. So what I want you to do is whatever change that you're wanting to create in your life right now, whether it is losing weight or whether it is changing careers, I want you to go and find evidence of someone else that has done it the way that you visualize yourself doing it. Have you guys tried out 99designs.com yet? I have talked about it endlessly on my Insta stories, and it's because it makes design so easy. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't have creative bone in my body. And yet, I want all of the designs that I have associated with my business to look really great and professional. But when I was starting out, I didn't have all the income to be able to spend on fancy designers. And that's where 99design comes in. Design makes anything possible. And I couldn't agree more. It really allows you to come across as professional and amazing as you know that you are. So what's incredible about 99designs is they give you an opportunity to hire talented designers from all over the world that really provide designs that help you grow your business. And that's really what we're all about. They can design everything for you from a logo to a website to images to support your business. And if you followed my Insta story, you saw that I received more than 36 submissions when I ran a contest for my design for email marketing. So they don't just give you one or two to choose from, you have an endless array of designs to represent your business. You get then to narrow it down to a few selections, make edits, change anything that you want, and finally land on your final design. If after that point you have a designer you love, you get to continue to work with them. And don't worry, throughout the process, you even have someone to hold your hand. It's an account manager that will email you and check in on you and ask you how things are going. So it's not a process you have to manage all by yourself. You have someone there making sure you're loving the results that you're getting. 
I just can't say enough things about 99designs.com. I'm so grateful that something like that exists in the marketplace to support you, the small business owner and the entrepreneur, because I want you to get your message out there in a powerful way. And I know that 99designs.com can do that for you. So make sure to check out, yes, you're listening to the podcast likely on your phone. So check out the description and there's a link right there to 99designs to be able to access the discount associated with listeners of this podcast. Or just go to the link on my Instagram at Sally Holder and make sure to use the link there to get your discount as a listener of this podcast as well. So I can't wait to hear about your experience with 99designs and see all the amazing work that they do for you too. There is social proof out there. I promise you just as much proof exists that you can do it as there is that you cannot do it. So begin this process of creating your new path by making a list of all the reasons why it can and will work. That is the first step in building that new muscle and starting out that new path. Now, what I want you to realize too is one of the reasons why it is extremely hard to build that new path is that for years, hundreds and thousands of years, we have had in our brain this you know, fight or flight mentality, right? This is how the path over there on the other side, on the left side, in our analogy, you know, became so well-worn is that for, for thousands of years, we developed this protection mode where our brain was set up for us to be, you know, protected. We were in an environment as human beings where we needed to go out and fight the lions and tigers and bears, oh my, right? And so when we were out there, we were having to make sure that we were surviving. And that was the number one thing that our brain did. And in fact, that sentiment has been passed down to you, you know, from a young age, from your ancestors as well. If you think about it, you know, those were the first couple of things that your parents taught you is how to stay safe, how to stay alive, right? Don't cross the street without looking both ways. Make sure that you're safe. Don't jump off this. Don't jump off that, right? I live my life practically doing that for, for years, telling my own children, and that is a wonderful thing. It kept them alive. But now is the time to develop that other side of your brain, the rational side of your brain. And we have only had the rational side of our brains being developed for the last several hundred years. So you can imagine this new side, this new muscle that you're developing. You know, we've had generations after generations after generations being taught you know, that the only way that you need to think and live is based on survival, that this new mechanism of building, you know, this rational brain of thought and development and the idea, you know, generation side where we're, you know, challenging the status quo, that side has only been developed for the last couple of hundred years. And so we're just now learning what our brains are capable of doing. We're just now learning the things that we can create, you know, in, with the other side of the field. 
And so give yourself a break. And I needed to go back and look at all of this factually because we have so much feeling around change, right? We have so much fear that it triggers. And now you know fundamentally that a lot of that fear comes from this fight or flight portion of your brain, that that it's not actually reality, that you know, the scenario you've painted yourself in if you create the change in your life of, you know, living on the streets with your children and eating out of the trash can, which I mean is hilarious to say, but we take ourselves to that extreme of what will happen if we create the change we want. And I know that from personal experience, I'm like, everything is going to fall apart. But Remember, that is your brain telling you that everything is going to fall apart because it needs you to believe that to force you back into survival mode. And so you know now that when that feeling is triggered, when that thought process is triggered, that it is just your brain taking you down that old path. It is taking you down a path of attempting to protect you to help you survive. That's what your brain believes. Your brain believes, okay, we better stop her because that could harm her. I need to protect her. I need to put her on the old path because that path we know will allow her to survive. And so instead, we can now, through having the social proof, be able to combat these thoughts to tell our brain, thank you, I appreciate you giving me that extreme thought, but now I know rationally that that is not really going to happen. That is not reality. That is not the result of change. Thank you for trying to protect me. I don't need to shame myself for feeling that feeling. There is nothing wrong with me, but now I know better so I can do better. I know that that thought isn't reality. And so now I can begin to do something different. I can begin to create the change in my life that I want to have. So I can look at the wheat field and make a conscious choice that's different than that loop I've always been stuck in. And when you know, I think, the facts behind something like this, you're far less emotionally driven and way more rationally driven And you can attach yourself to this social proof, begin to make the efforts to move towards the type of change that you want, and create an entirely new reality. Now, this doesn't mean that you're not going to fall back sometimes and fall back into the loop. You may, but I do all the time, frankly, right? It happens to me. It happens to the best of us. And even when you know this difference, it doesn't mean it won't come back into your reality or life again, right? You don't go into the gym and work out once and expect to look like, you know, Gigi Hadid or something, right? You come out knowing that you've begun the process. And so I really want you to have patience with approaching change in the same sort of way. I know it's not what we all want to hear, but when we do set our expectations up in the right way, when we accurately set out what the road's going to look like and feel like, then when we hit these bumps, when we hit these triggers that are going to take us back into old patterns and habits and beliefs, then 
we can look at them for what they are, just simply that old habits, patterns, and beliefs. And we can say, oh yeah, I'm just simply back in the loop. That's not a problem. I need to shift back now to my new path. I need to, you know, quote unquote, get back into the gym, work that muscle, look for some social proof of what around me affirms the fact that I can create the change that I want. I am a huge believer of the fact that whatever dream it is that you have within you, whatever change it is that you're desiring to make, that that dream and that desire wouldn't be there if it weren't meant for you. It just wouldn't. And I've likely said that before, but I'm going to say it again a thousand more times because frankly, it was something I had never heard before. I had always heard, question that dream, make sure it's right. You know, um, I heard my parents in the back of my head very often saying, well, you know, are you sure that's the right choice? Are you sure that? And now you can hear, you know, even when I bring up examples like that, what some of that old survival thinking looks and feels like. And, and that they can't help that, right? They're the generation before us, but we can. We can make it different. And we can create this change and make it different for ourselves and therefore change the next generation too. So when you consider what's at stake, like not only the change in your life, but the ability to influence the next generation, then you think, wow, this change is worth it, right? If I can create this new path, Maybe there can be a little less suffering for all the other people out there too, you know, that I can show them and be more social proof myself of the type of change that other people want to make and show them that we can create anything it is that we want. Because, you know, did you know that your brain has so much power that it can actually light up an entire metropolitan city, an entire city? That is how much power your brain has. If you were to literally take it and be able to, you know, utilize it for that resource, that is the level of power it has. So don't tell me that, you know, your brain having thought one way for thousands of generations doesn't, you know, stop you. There is no way if it has that level of power that, it hasn't been part of what's been in your way. And it may just be one piece of it, but I factually needed to see that piece and know it and understand it in order to be able to move forward because I instead was punishing myself over and over and over for not creating change. And I never thought that there could be something other than just my emotions in the way or there could be another story other than me just being a failure. And now I know there is another story that factually that, you know, if I can create change, then I have actually created new neurosynapses in my brain, which is the path. That is the path that you are creating, like a brand new pathway in your brain. And that's what's amazing is you have that capability We just need to direct it in the right way. And now you have the facts behind you to tell you you can do it. Now just get working, go to the gym, make the effort, you are worth it. And expect 
the bumps in the road, expect yourself to fall back into the loop occasionally, but then get right back on the horse and jump in there and begin to look again for the evidence that it will work and begin to take that step in the direction towards the change it is that you desire. I know you can create the change because I have. I've done it myself and I'm living proof of it. And I am in a place that I never thought was possible. And there is absolutely nothing different between you and me. So if I can do it, I know you can do it too. I believe in you. So get started. Create that change you've always wanted. Thanks so much for listening to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Remember that you can always find out more about me by visiting sallyholder.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. And if you want to stay in touch or get more free tips from me, make sure to join my free weekly newsletter that's filled with tips to help you achieve your greatest potential. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere where you're currently listening. And leave us a review. It really is a small thing to do that goes a long way to helping others find our show too. We'll be back next week with another empowering story of dreaming beyond the American dream. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.